Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about how black Americans are not Hebrew Israelites. That's right, family. Today's conversation is black Americans are not Hebrew Israelites. And I know on every inner city in the wilderness of North America, there's a group of guys There's camps that's telling our people that we are indeed Hebrew Israelites, but we're going to have a um, we're going to have a good conversation today, and we're going to show you how that's an error, right? Now, in order for us to have this conversation, we're going to go over a lot of material, a lot of information. We're going to go over a lot of slides, right? Much needed, though, because this is a very uh, this is a serious situation, man. Some people believe this like um, hand over fist, man. It's overwhelming how many of our people have attached themselves uh, to this new doctrine. But it's kind of like it's almost normal for our people now, right? We just uh, pick up new winds and doctrines every so often, and then it kind of settles out a little bit. So in this conversation, we're going to speak on faith. We're going to talk about lineage. We're going to touch on racial classifications. That's going to be very important, right? For this conversation, we're going to have to really dig into racial classification. We're going to talk about the curses because a lot of times when we speak to our Hebrew Israelite brothers, this is their foundational piece is the curses, right? So we're going to touch on that. And we might even just touch on a little bit about the Nick Cannon situation with him being called anti-Semitic. And then, you know, we're just going to go over that just a little bit, right? So... Of course, there are going to be several other topics we want to discuss, but that's just something right off I can think of right offhand that we're going to dig into. So let's begin with the foundation of faith, right? Because faith is very important. If you are a Hebrew Israelite by faith, I agree with that position 100%. I salute you, and I want you guys to continue to do the good work, right? If you are a Hebrew Israelite by faith, meaning by faith you believe that you are the son of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by faith, right? And when we take a close look at the definition of faith, it's a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. It's just a feeling. You believe it, right? And there's a lot of different forms of faith and a lot of different beliefs of faith, right? Like um, there's a lot of individuals that believe in heaven or an afterlife, and they do so by faith, right? So the foundation of faith is it's a strong belief that you have no proof of, right? And if you're a wicked person on planet Earth, there's a lot of people that also by faith believe in a place called hell, When you will burn forever and you'll be tormented forever. But this is all by faith. Nobody can prove any of this. So if you are, again, a Hebrew Israelite by faith, man, that's okay. Like, I don't see that no way, right? But when you do subscribe to being a Hebrew Israelite by faith, now you don't have a license to tell a Korean or somebody from Japan or Arabia or Turkey or Ashkenazi Jew that they're fake Jews and you are indeed a real Jew because all of you guys are believing this by faith 
meaning nobody can prove anything. It's just a faith thing, right? But our people, we're just a little different. We say that we are not Hebrew Israelites by faith. The teachings that's going on in major inner cities is that we, as black Americans and blacks on the West, are Hebrew Israelites naturally. So now that's that's a different conversation, right? When you begin to teach our people that we are Hebrew Israelites by lineage, naturally, meaning that we are a lineal descent from an ancestor, I got to disagree with you. Because the way that America is set up and the way that our people came through plantation life, that can't be fully accurate on no level. But just on the basis of saying that you are a physical descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, physically, by seed line, by lineage, right? Because we got to identify that the root word of lineage is line. And it's that line coming from father and son to father and son to father and son all the way down to you. If someone is teaching you that they are the physical bloodline lineage of a man named Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, and they can't prove that lineal line to you, they're lying to you. Because nobody can prove that family. If someone acts like they can prove it, now not only are they lying to you, they are lying to themselves, which is typically how that works. When someone is overzealous, they first lie to themselves first and then they believe the lie, then they come and tell you. Right? So let's, I'm just gonna go over a quick slide and I wanna call it a common sense slide, right? We're just gonna go over a common sense slide. What I have in front of us now is just kinda like common sense imagery. I wanna, I wanna put this in your mind, right? Just wanna plant this into your psyche. You got Jacob at the top, which is Israel. And then roughly, I'm just guessing, maybe 3,500 years ago, this man have existed. May or may not, different conversation for a different day. But for this conversation, he existed maybe 3,500 years ago, maybe 4,000 years ago. Who knows? Right? So when you say that you are the bloodline, lineal, descendant of someone, you're saying that you have this person Y chromosome, right? The Y chromosome lineage line can only be passed down from father to son, father to son, father to son, not the daughter. Sisters, we love you, but daughters do not carry the Y chromosome lineage line, only the male, right? So someone telling you that from 3,500 years ago or 4,000 years ago, that they can trace their Y chromosome lineage line all the way back to a man named Jacob in his 2020. He's lying to you, man. Nobody can prove that. Nobody can. Nobody can prove it. For someone to say that they got that trace from father to son to father to son. No, it's not happening. But. These individuals have a plan B. And what their plan B is, 
they want to base everything off racial classification, right? Racial classification, meaning that um, there's a gentleman named Ham. He's black. He had a brother named Sham and Japheth. They had a father named Noah. But the key point is to point out that Ham is black. So I can identify somebody named Sham and I can show you pages and pages of scriptures that show you where Ham descendants were black and they were confused to look like Shem descendants also. You can get them mixed up, meaning that they both was black. The importance of that is that understanding is that black is just a classification. Black is only a racial classification. So once you take me through the scriptures and you can show me different instances where someone was black, you can show me that, um, you know, one of Moses' first trick was when he went to Pharaoh. He showed his hand to be leprous white. That can only be a miracle if he had a darker skin tone where it can turn back to. Okay, I give you that. When you tell me that Moses ran into the desert and he was in a place called Midian and he was confused with being an Egyptian, which is a Hamite, meaning that he also was black, I, I give you that. If you tell me that Paul... Right, one of the New Testament apostles, he was also being confused with an Egyptian, which is an Hamite, which is a black person. I give you that. Once you show me that um, Yahshua or Jesus, right, he had hair like lamb's wool, feet like brass burned in the furnace. I give you that, right? I, I'm okay with all of that. What you just identified to me is that. These individuals that lived in the scriptures were dark-skinned people, black people. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But black doesn't, black and lineage is not the same thing. That's where the hustle comes in. Black is only a racial classification. Lineage is you have to really show me father and son, father and son, father and son. You just can't show me a racial classification and say, okay, that sounds like me. That is me. These are my. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. Because I'm going to show you what's the problem of having racial classification as a foundation. I'm going to show you. Right. The slide that I have in front of us now. It's a president. His name is um, Thomas Jefferson. Right. He was a wicked devil, but there was more devils, more wicked than him. You know, believe it or not. There was a young woman he ran around with. Her name was Sally Hemings. She was a teenager. He took her across state lines. He took her outside of the country, right? There's another legal name for that today, right? But that's a different story for a different day. Sally gave Thomas Jefferson five children, right? And these children had children that had children. Now, now, Classification-wise, Thomas Jefferson is a so-called white man, right? But his grandchildren or his great-great-grandchildren, however you want to put it, that's living today, right? And it's a photo of one of them that I have in the bottom. He classifies as a black man. But his lineage line now, why chromosome-wise, he's an Englishman. He's a son of... Of the son of a son of a son of a son of Thomas Jefferson. That's a Y chromosome line. So now, if you have somebody standing on the corner telling all black people just because of their classification 
that they are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. See, you're lying to them now. Because we can obviously see that this person's Y chromosome lineage line is different than everybody else's. He got an Englishman, but on the outside, right? He's a black man, but on the inside, he's an Englishman. That's the seed that he have on the inside. This is the problem with telling people that's black, which is a classification that they're tied to a lineage line. You're lying to them now. Let me give you another example. The individual at the top, so-called white man, is from southeast England, the area of Sussex. And he, by living on the islands of Jamaica, had sexual contact with a teenager also, right? And produced a child, a son named Bob Marley. One of the greatest musicians and entertainers that ever lived. And of course, Bob Marley, he also produced children. And these are his sons that we see in front of us. See, again, this is the problem with racial classification. On the outside, their classification is black. They belong to the black race. They're black people. But in the inside, their seed line, their Y chromosome lineage goes back to southeast England, where their father is from. See, this is the problem again of telling someone classification that they belong to a seed line. You cannot do that. You're lying to them and you're lying to yourself if you believe that's accurate. You can't do that. But these um, examples, see, they go both ways. Let, let me show you another example. The individual that you see in this photo now, at the very top, his father now is a black man. His father is a black man. But his sons, which is one of them that you see here, passed as what we call white. White is a white classification that was invented in the United States around, uh, I want to say 1670, between 1670 to 1680. That means that when you go through any legal document, there was no such thing as white. It was invented. They just ginned it up, right? And they put that together with the slave codes. And this is what you call white privilege. But you really don't have to call it white privilege because once you call it so-called white, you already connected the privilege to it. This is why this term was invented in 1670. Different story, different day, though, right? But getting back to the classification, his brother, the so-called white man at the time, fathered a son that married a white woman that fathered another son, which you see in this photo, and he married another white woman, and these are his family, and these are his children. Their classification is white. But their seed line is from a black man. You see how that works? Now, on a sidebar, right? Not trying to be funny. Do they qualify for reparations? <laughs> Not trying to be funny. Now, just because these are the children of a black man now. Do they qualify for reparations? Do the curses, right? Because many of these Hebrew brothers, they say the curses are following you. And then they show you a bunch of black people that the curses is following you. 
But that's not what the book said. The book didn't say that the curses is going to follow black people. The curses is going to follow the seed of the Israelites. Not the classification of the Israelites. You got to keep your eye open for these hustles that they're throwing out. But let's just go back. You know, we're just going to stay on topic. This individual that we see in the picture, does the classification of white exempt him from the curses? Or do the curses follow him because he is the seed of an Israelite? He identifies with being an Italian. Let's go to another slide. If you don't know who that man is at the top of the screen, you not been you haven't been watching sports much, right? <laughs> Our brother, Mr. Ball, is a boss in his own right, man. He talk about ownership. He's shaking up the game. He had Nike a little bit scared of him. Reebok a little bit scared of him. But he already gave our brothers and sisters the blueprint that's in entertainment, sports especially, what to do to get their career moving forward as far as owning product that they're wearing. Right? Different story for a different day. Mr. Ball has his children by a so-called white woman. And one of his sons, Lonzo, point guard, New Orleans, has his child also by a so-called white woman. Black man, right? But that son, Lonzo Ball's son, he's going to fall underneath white classification. He's not going to carry a black classification title in the United States of America. It's not happening. So do the curses follow him? Do he have an Israelite seed? But he's classifying as a white person. So how does that work? Does he get reparations too? Because can you imagine him now? Of course, he's going to have privilege because his father is a professional ball player that makes millions of dollars. But let's just take it back. Let's go back 100 years. Let's go back 200 years. You think he's going to be on a plantation next to us? <laughs> that ain't no way, brother. Ain't no way, sis. See, you can't call it curses based on lineage. And then when I show you people that have a different classification, no curses followed and all of a sudden. So what you're doing is that you're taking the system of white supremacy and you're hiding your religion inside of white supremacy to give it authenticity. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. And if you open your eyes, beloved, you'll be able to see that black people don't have a problem in America. Black people have a problem all over the world. See, Dr. Henry Clark didn't lie to us. Peace be upon him. When he said you don't have no friends in the world, he didn't lie to us. When Elijah Muhammad, peace be upon him, when he also said that the black man and woman don't have any friends in the world, they wasn't lying to you, brother. You ain't cursed. You just live underneath the system of white supremacy. When you dig into the system of white supremacy, you're going to notice that there's only two races, right? 
And many of us that live in the United States, we know this better than anybody. There's only two races in the system of white supremacy. There's white and then there's non-white. That's it. All of the other people of color is going to be beneath the so-called white man underneath white supremacy. A curse have nothing to do with that. So we're going to touch on Deuteronomy 28. Now, we're not going to go over the whole chapter, right? But what I will do, I'm just going to point out a couple of key verses that stood out to me, right? So I'm going to take a quick look at the 25th verse. It's cut off. I don't have the whole thing in front of us. But there's a portion that says, And to all kingdoms of the earth. So as a condition of the curse, the Israelites were going to all kingdoms of the earth. They're going to take that Y chromosome with them. This is why you cannot watch classification. You can't just look at someone and say, oh, man, he's like, he's a fake Jew, man. He's, oh, look at that, bro. He fake. They, synagogue of Satan. <laughs> he's a fake Jew. No, brother, if you don't have the lineage line, how can he be fake and you don't know who you are? If he's the fake, you show me the real. Where's your lineage line at? You don't even have one. The fake calling the fake fake. Mm-hmm. Welcome to America. So again, 25th verse, it just shows the key point of into all kingdoms of the earth, meaning that that Y chromosome line is going to go everywhere with you, man. Right? It's going to be smothered into the ethnicity that's the majority culture wherever you go. The 33rd verse. And the fruit of thy land, which a nation thou knowest not will eat up. The key part of that verse is the fruit of thy land. So I have no idea why these brothers are showing us pictures of our people being on the plantation. Is America your land? Who does America belong to? Is America your land? Because part of the condition of the curse is that the fruit of thy land, which a nation thou knowest not, will eat up. This is not our land. It's clear. To the black man and woman that the United States is not their land. We were brought here on a boat. We were servants when we got here. Let's go to the 51 verse. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle. And the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed again. Brother, when I have conversations with you guys, you're showing me slave ships. Bringing us to America. And you are connecting these verses to photos of our people on a plantation on this land. No, no, no. Show me the photo of what happened to us in Israel when we didn't control the fruit of the cattle and the fruit of the land. And it followed us all through Africa, as you say, and then over to the Americas, as you say. Because right now you're just connecting me. With photos and verses that's obviously white supremacy in its full effect when we're on the plantation. But that plantation wasn't ours. So we out there working and chilling in the land. That plantation is not ours. That cattle is not ours. The fruit that come from the animals or the earth, it doesn't even belong to us. In fact, if we look at the slave codes close enough, we don't even own ourselves. 46 verse, though, the most key and the most important verse I want to touch on for my Hebrew Israelite brothers that say that 
because we are black, we are the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And thou shalt be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Natural classification forever. These curses going to be upon thy seed forever. Upon thy seed, beloved. Natural classification. When we are cursed in the system of white supremacy, it's only done so because of our skin complexion. The curse ain't on no lineage. It's on our skin tone. But this Deuteronomy, though, it's talking about curse being on your seed, no matter what classification that they are. So that means if these Israelites went and intermarried with some Chinese people, I'm talking about the male Y chromosome, they're going to be cursed in China. That means that these Israelite males with that Y chromosome went and intermingled with women that belong to the Ashkenazi Jew ethnicity. They're still going to be cursed. That means if this Israelite seed with that wild chromosome intermingled with the Arabs or the West Africans or the Native Americans, no matter where they intermingle that, those people are going to be cursed. So you got to show me that, brother. You just can't show me black people with a yoke of iron on their neck. You just can't show me black people on the plantation field. That's not a seed, bro. You showing me a classification. You're not showing me no seed line that this happening to. Let's see if I can make it a little bit more clear. In United States history, we have something that they call passes, right? Passes, meaning that you come out the black genealogy pool. But because the system of white supremacy was so strong that that color line meant everything. So... I don't care how talented you were or bright or intelligent that you were. You had a place in this society if you was a black man and black woman. That place was at the bottom. There was another place for you if you were a so-called white man and white woman. Classification-wise, that place was at the top. You were born with privilege. You were born with privilege underneath the white classification. Meaning that even if you were poor, right, the way this system was designed that even when you were poor and you got on a bus with other poor people, this system wanted you to feel so special. They'll put you on the front of the bus by yourself. So even when you're poor and you're riding on the bus line, city bus, Department of Transportation, they provided you an area and a space where you could feel privileged even while being poor and riding on a bus with other poor people. This is the system now, right? Okay. There are black men that produce children with white women. And the offspring of this connection was a lighter tone black person that was what they call a passer meaning he can pass as white he can receive these privileges that's connected to this classification so much so that those children had children and we can actually see them on the screen in front of us uh, a couple of these individuals that you can recognize 
Um, Frida Washington, she's on the photo. At the very top, of course, J. Edgar Hoover. His grandfather is a black man. He's on the photo. You can see um, Anatoly Broyard from uh, New York, famous writer. That's his entire family at the very bottom. And there's his daughter on the photo as well. So everybody on the photo was classified as white. Nevertheless, they all come from Black Seed. Did the curses follow them? Or somehow, this holy curse, it only works when you're in black skin. They was immune to the curses. It just didn't affect them. Once they got underneath that white classification label, they was immune to the curses all of a sudden. Because up until now, man, when you guys are talking about curses, you're only showing me black faces, brother. You're only showing me black faces. You're not showing me nobody else. Right? You're just not doing it, man. And in order for this thing to be real, you got to show me how the curse follow the seed line. Not the classification. The seed line. J. Edgar Hoover grandfather was a black man. The elders know it. And this is just a few, man, because, again, we have a whole history of many of our people that pass as white. And once they pass as white, they married white. They wanted to keep that classification privilege going. And though that were non-white, they felt the brunt of white supremacy in the United States of America. That's the curse. Non-white. Has nothing to do with a lineage line. Because obviously, again, when this lineage line and that seed fall into the shell of white classification, nothing happens. They live a great life. Let's go to the next slide. All right, so on this last slide, I want to talk about the seed lines in connection with black women that came off that that slave ship, right? That lived on that plantation, that lived underneath the slave code, that had no rights. I just want to talk about the seed lines that was prevalent, not only in the United States, but these seed lines was also prevalent in the West in general, right? So we have we have the English, we have the Spanish, we have the French, the Portuguese, of course. Then, of course, the Native Americans in the territory that we call the United States, right? North America. So as an example, I have a sister that's in the middle of the screen. She's from the tribe of Ashanti, right? Now... Women at this time had no rights. They were property, just like the men, right? We just talk about true American history. No rights at all. These so-called white colonists had their way with our women. But again, she had no rights. So what happened many of times is that when the English or the Spanish or the French or Portuguese man, they went into a black woman... Once she produced a child, that child was classified as black slash maluto. Now, according to the slave codes, once you have a black child, that child can only marry another person of color. Unless that child can pass as a so-called white man. And once they... Pass as a so-called white man, so-called white woman. 
if they were able to pass as a so-called white man and white woman, privilege was associated with that title. So with that being said, in order to continue receiving privileges and you want a safety net for your children, the safest thing for you to do at this particular time was also marry another white person. So your children could be safe and protected. But now listen now. Here's the thing about that. That child's seed line is going to be classified as white because technically that seed line is white. The mother don't control the seed line. But then on the other side, that Maludo child that's not white enough to pass as white by slave code definition is going to have to marry and intermingle with another person of color. Meaning that that skin tone by producing children with another person of color it's going to get darker and it's going to get darker and now that classification of black is going to be labeled on these children. But here's the catch though. That seed line with that black classification is going to be English, Spanish, French, Portuguese, or Native American. So hard life is going to follow those that were classified as black, and privilege is going to follow those that's classified as white. But see, the seed line and the lineage line come from all white nations. So now, once we identify these seed lines, what essentially has happened is that on that plantation, that black person that was being beat, they were being hung, they were being chased down by dogs when they were trying to reach freedom, get to the north, somewhere they can be treated like a decent human being. They had to try to run and escape that plantation, not because they had a seed line curse on them, because they were black. Meaning that this so-called Hebrew Israelite seed that's living underneath these curses, that black person that was next to them, that was also suffering the curses on the plantation, they had a French seed. They had a Spanish seed in them. They had an English seed in them. And they got treated just as worse, if not worse, than a so-called seed line or Y-chromosome line that came from Africa that eventually, according to you guys, came from Israel. But it's time that our brothers and sisters wake up and see that it's not no curse on no seed line family. That's not the issue. We are living underneath a white supremacist system. And everyone that's non-white. That's classified as black. Is going to have a tough time. In this system. Regardless. Of what their lineage line is. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. This is Real Black Content This Forum Podcast, man. Until next time, man, I get it with you guys. Peace, family. Peace. <laughs>